Hi, I'm Sean Gambroni. I play Adam on the Goldbergs, and you're listening to the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, Blue. Yo, Adrian. I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more from deep inside the Man Cave. Your host, Elias. Sean, welcome to the cave. Oh hey, oh hey, Lon. thanks, thanks for having me. So what's uh, what's new with you? To be here. <laughs> what's uh, what's new with you? Well, honestly, we finished the season, like we finished filming the season of the Goldbergs. So now I'm kind of just having like a summer. Yeah, there you go, man. There you go. So, uh, like I said, the listeners know you from Adam, uh, as Adam Goldberg uh, from the Goldbergs, and we'll talk about that. But uh, let's get to know the real you. Uh, where are you originally from? Uh, originally from a suburb of Chicago, uh, Park Ridge. All right. Uh, how was it growing up there? Oh, it was awesome. Um, I still go, get to go back usually in the summer, but this year um, we still haven't got it figured out. But um, it's one of those cool places with like a large uh, community feel to it. So oh, I had like a lot of sports and knew all the parents there. And there's a great Dairy Queen and just kind of one of those cool places. It just feels really nice to be there. Yeah, was it, is it a small town that you live in outside of Chicago? Nah, it's it's kind. Of, I guess you could say that, but it's there's like an L. It's pretty. Cl- I don't know. I guess it is kind of it has a small town feel to it. A yeah. lot of parks. Yeah. What were you What were you into as a kid growing up there? Um. Well, honestly, I was into drawing, and I was in. I did a lot of art classes. Um. I was into soccer, um, did that since I was in preschool, but I'm still, not, I'm not good enough. So I don't like to admit that, but I'm not like, I played since I was in preschool, but it doesn't really show. And then I like, and then I played basketball, um, and baseball. So I did like the sport thing and then also drawing. Yeah. So you started acting at the age of nine. How did you know you wanted to get into acting? Well, that's honestly because I didn't really pursue any of those other hobbies that much. And, my parents were saying, hey, let's try and find something you're passionate about. And um, I always would kind of um, kind of do goof around around the house. And my brother and I would make movies similar to Adam Goldberg, actually. So they were saying, hey, how about you try acting and performing that way? So I gave it a go and I started doing commercials and stuff. And I started to really just love it. Yeah. Did you enjoy doing commercials? Yeah, it was yeah, it was fun. I, and I, um, my like biggest commercial was SeaWorld, and so, and we'd film them in the winter time, and so for two years I'd spend like a week just in Florida, and that just felt really cool. Yeah. Well, that was interesting. Yeah. So, which was that your favorite commercial you think? Because I know you, you did McDonald's commercials, you did some Friendly's commercials. Which one was your favorite commercial that you did? Um. Well. One cool with the McDonald's one, I thought was a lot of fun because I got to. They were doing some like stop motion. I was holding cards and they were pretending I was doing magic, um, but it was just all stop motion. I've never really seen stop motion done before, so that was really cool. And uh, but but SeaWorld was probably my favorite just because um, I did a couple of them, so I had more memories with him. With yeah. Do you remember what you did in the commercial? 
Um, yeah, uh, it was almost, I did like a captain's log by, where my family just went to SeaWorld, and then at the end of the night, I would do a recorded message on my phone or something, be talking about our day there, and I'd use a bunch of big adjectives to describe how it was. And um, But then they'd also intercut shots of me just with the family dancing and riding rides. Oh, but wow. that was actually one of my big uh, big regrets when I was younger. I, I wimped out and I didn't go on the big roller coaster to film it. Okay. Yeah. Do you uh, do you do I don't ro- know what I'm... <laughs> do you do roller coasters now? Do you enjoy them now? Yeah, I do them now, and I I did them then, but I just I just wimped out. It was such a bummer. <laughs> I think, well, we were, when we were all kids, you know, there was one of those fears maybe that you just didn't want to do it back then, but now it's like it's a piece of cake just going on those rides. Yeah, I, I, exactly. <laughs> so you've uh, you've also done uh, some voiceover work. Tell us uh, how did you get into that. That was actually my first my first like scripted thing was Clarence on Cartoon Network. Um, I, I've always watched cartoons when I throughout my whole childhood, um, and so I kind of I auditioned for one, and it it was Clarence, and it actually brought me out to Los Angeles, um, and that led to the Goldbergs. It it was kind of crazy. Oh wow! So, um, what were some of your like your favorite cartoons? You said you loved watching cartoons. What were some of your favorite ones? Well, honestly, it was uh, Ed, Ed, Nettie, SpongeBob, Kim Possible, which was crazy because I got to yeah um, be a part of that project, and so that was cool. But so that one, um, but I'm trying to think. Oh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Okay. Um, were you are you a big cartoon guy? Like, did you have any that you uh, like? I grew up in the '80s. So yeah, you I mean I, I was like you know the whole you know GI Joe and like Tom Transformers, and Transformers, Tom and Jerry, you know like all those cartoons. Even now I have kids now and I try to get them to watch the old stuff too, if possible, if they if they can get into it. Yeah, yeah Tom and Jerry. That's I forgot about that. We, my, I have an older brother and we'd spend a lot of time watching Tom and Jerry. Yeah, even like the Looney Tunes. Those were fun cartoons back oh. then. Hey, they're solid. They, I I still say they they hold up big time. I. They were such masters making that stuff. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. My dad is seventy-five years old. He'll still watch those with my kids. So that's, <laughs> that's how, so cool. So that's how you know. That's what I say. Like they're just cool cartoons from back in the day. So you mentioned Kim Possible. How was it uh, filming uh, the Disney's live action of that? Yeah, it was cool. Uh, I wasn't. Yeah, I. Uh, we just like went up to Canada for the summer, um, and then. That my co-stars on that just were really cool people, and we still hang out now that it, it's been a year, and just saw them recently. It was just kind of, it was just like a lot of fun, and jumped away from the explosions, and had like had to pretend to be holding a CGI mole rat. And it, yeah, it was just cool. It was it was a fun experience. How did you how did you prepare yourself? Did you for the role? Did you did you go back and watch all the Kim Possible cartoons and? Yeah, pretty much. I just tried to see how much I could watch before we started filming, um, because it had been a little bit since I watched an episode. But yeah. Did you? Um, do you think there's going to be a chance for a sequel or a possible new series? Have you heard anything? Uh, I haven't. I haven't heard anything. Um, but I guess there's always a chance, which would be fun. Yeah. So I, 
how did you now you you know you mentioned you know the part of that voiceover was brought you to the Goldbergs. How exactly how did that happen? It, that was it was crazy because the whole Clarence thing blew my mind. It, I because when I started acting, I like I was getting used to the commercials and stuff, and I um, I knew other people that kind of had like had been in commercials, and I didn't really think it was going to take off to a, like another level. And then I got in a cartoon, and, um, and what happened was is they they needed me to be out here in California to do the recordings. Okay. So so I was um, so I just like flew out a couple times. And was in the Cartoon Network building and saw they have a bunch of the, uh, I forget what, the cells or the animation cells from all the really cool shows, um, like Dexter's Laboratory and stuff. So that was cool. Um, and the group there, they've all done crazy stuff. And um, but then what, what was what brought me out here? Is so okay, so I came out here for the cartoon, and then there was an audition for Goldberg's while. I was out here for doing my recording session and then it just kind of that week I think they wanted to film the pilot the next week. So they were really kind of in a mode to pick someone. And I just was, I guess I was there and then I was supposed to fly out on Friday, but then I ended up doing my second audition then. And then they said, you can't leave. You got to stay tomorrow and then we signed like the papers and everything, and and then that Monday we started filming. But oh, and in between on Sunday I did a basketball game because I was like, "What is going on? I got to do something normal because this is crazy." Yeah. So I went home, did a basketball game. I think we lost, but yeah. How how old were you for during the audition? That was I was thirteen. Wow, wow. So tell us about the audition. Tell us about the the first time you walked in there for Goldberg's. Well, I don't know. It lined up perfectly that I was in a really goofy mood because I just and I think the people in there it was, um, I think it was Seth, uh, Seth Gordon, Doug Robinson. Oh, Seth Gordon, who was the director of the episode, uh, or like who was the, the director that sets the mood for the whole show, and then Doug Robinson, and then Adam Goldberg and um, Les Leslie Lit. I think was there too, and. Um, they just, they're just like even now that it's been a couple of years working with them, they're just really uh, they're able to settle you down. So when I was in a goofy mood, they just kind of encouraged it, and they started laughing. And I'd never been in an audition where people actually were like laughing or let themselves laugh. So just we were goofing around, and I think I threw my script at one point, and <laughs> uh, and then one of I think one of them said a swear word, and then I was like, oh, this is just too fun. And, <laughs> and and so then we went off, and I just like left the room. And my mom was like, "They were pretty loud in there. That was, that sounded like it went well." I'm like, "I don't know what I just did." And and then we drove away, and and I was like, "I think that went really well." And it, it yeah, well, it, that was. Did you? Yeah, and did, that was like an hour. Of were you craziness. when you were in that room? Did you know that you were auditioning for Adam, which he was in the same room? Well, I did, and. I, I was trying to scope him out because I was like, he's probably going to be there. And then he was like sitting there, and I was like, okay, now I got to really make sure I'm doing something right. And and during the auditions, they would send, they sent the I think the test tape that they would they sent to the network before to like sell the pilot, and it was just all the clips 
um, that Adam comprised together to uh, to sell and show all the characters. And so I was really trying to get the laugh down. That was the one thing through watching the things I was saying. I'm pretty similar. I, I feel like my personality is similar to Adam's. So if I could just get that laugh down, maybe that could be a selling thing. But I never got it down. He's got a really unique laugh. That yeah. It's contagious. But one of the things was is that's I knew it was him because he did the laugh in the room. And uh-huh. I was like, dang. <laughs> did, now, before the audition, did he, like, come up to you and offer you any advice to play him? Or did you, like... No. Um, I, not really, no. Because there were a bunch of kids. We were... A bunch of kids were just sitting in the hallway waiting to get called on. So they were just trying to see as many people as they could. Um, so there was really no chance to talk to them. And... Um, and even when the, sh- the show started, I was thinking there'd be like a sit down where we talk about, hey, this is really like me. These are the things that or do more this than this. But uh, he was really cool about it. And he just he kind of let me do. I think he felt like we were very similar kids and that he'll just pick the stuff that's more like him than yeah. uh, than not. And then kind of wrote towards both of us. Which is cool. How like so? How would you describe uh, your character, Adam? Well, he's the the kind of like the nerdy younger brother. That one thing is he struggles in knowing how he can grow up and figure out what ways he should grow up because he loves all his toys and and movies, but he doesn't know what's too childish to hold on to in his teen years. And um, and then it's his relationship with his family that. He loves, but can grow on his nerves or get on his nerves. And yeah, he's, but he's, and he's also excitable and very, uh, one thing they would always talk about is his childlike sense of wonder. Yeah. And that was important. I think. Would you, how similar would you say you are with your character? Probably very, very similar. Just because I think the show's writing also turned towards me too so it's it's even closer than even though adam and i are very similar the writing the writing of the show is also leaned towards me too so it's probably pretty much me yeah too if uh well i mean obviously adam is real but if adam was real while you were growing up would you be friends with him oh totally because he's just a cool i think well we like all the same stuff like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has been my ringtone since forever. Nice. And Star Wars has been one of my favorite things. And so I know we've liked the same things. And he's a really funny guy. And just just seeing him, just talking to the real guy and, and yeah. seeing the clips, I know he'd be he'd be cool. Yeah. And he knows how to like create, like him and his friends created that Highlander Club. Yeah. That'd be so cool to have. <laughs> now... You mentioned Star Wars and like stuff like that. Like, were you a fan of what other fan of like eighties movies or cartoons were you a fan of? Well, honestly, randomly before the show, my brother and I did a whole John Hughes marathon. So I loved all the John Hughes movies going in, um, but there was some things that kind of like skipped my, like I just hadn't seen, like uh, Friday the Thirteenth and. Oh, no, no uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I hadn't seen that, and the shows got me to watch that, and I still haven't seen Highlander, at the Highlander, which um, just sounds like it's a good time. But I pretty much, I, like, 
Die Hard, love Die Hard. Um, yeah, it was just it was a good time. Like there was a lot of like great action movies and yeah. big big personalities. Yeah. yeah. So, I, so when you booked the role, did anybody give you any advice or lessons about like eighties pop culture, or did you go out and just started researching things? Ah, uh, pretty much. I kind of had the stuff I already knew, um, and then the writing the writing would be like, okay, you should know this one. But there was a couple of things that just pops up, like uh, songs and artists. That I, was like, I had no idea that they were a thing. And like honestly, that uh, Millie Vanilli, um, yeah. I, I I didn't I wasn't familiar with them when I first read that, and the, how they did that whole scam thing where they weren't singing. And, yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. So like, so how's it been filming a show that takes place in the eighties? Well, honestly, it's been fun because I almost I get nostalgic towards a time period that I had like no connection to otherwise. Yeah. That's interesting. Like, yeah, it's like I watched a video. There's a Jackson Brown video that shows clips from uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, it was like that was just a cool time period and made me want to go back just yeah. to yeah. get back in it. And you get to it's funny because like you know you record and you now you get to live like. You were in the '80s, which is kind of cool. Like, so when you get older, you get to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, what's your favorite scene or episode so far that you filmed? Um, honestly, I there was a lot of, especially because it was so new. I, there was a lot of like really memorable things that happened in that first season, um, like when Pops falls down. And I drag him on a, or Adam drags him on a piece of rug. It just was the craziest thing when I read that. I was like, "Am I actually going to be pulling George on the floor?" And I, I did. That was memorable. Um, but then also doing the whole Goonies thing. That was a movie I really liked. And having all these kids um, with me on raw on bikes and doing the whole '80s bike thing. That was just fun. Yeah. Well, a couple of my favorite ones have been uh, when you guys at the Breakfast Club and then the Karate Kid. Oh yeah, yeah. That Karate Kid was nuts. We had the um, the Sensei guy, and then we did the whole showdown at the end, and Barry sweeps the leg. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, that's right. Martin Cove was on that episode. You guys, yeah, him? yes. And now he's yes. on Cobra Kai again. I hear. Um, but yeah, he was. That was cool. Yeah. Um. So I got to ask, how fun is it saying balls on almost every episode? Wow. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I never, I never used it. Like I never used it like that before the show, but now it's kind of, I accidentally say it now. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> what a catchphrase. I, I, you, I wouldn't have guessed. Do you have fans uh, c- coming up to you and asking you to say it? Yeah. If they don't have a family, like if they have a family member that, that that's not there, they'll ask me to, like record a video of just saying balls to him and then they'll send it off to him. <laughs> so have you heard the real Adam say that at all? Uh, no, I, I don't think I've ever caught him. But no, I've never heard him say balls before. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, um, so how, how is it working with the cast of the Goldbergs? I mean, you've got some, you've got a great cast all around. Like it feels like when I watch a show with my wife, it's like, it's like so like family, style and it's like you guys have to be close i assume oh yeah super close well during the um well they're just 
both um, Jeff and Wendy, they kind of got it started with getting us all super close in that first season. And they're just, because they're so funny and they're really endearing and they like get to know you pretty fast. So, um, yeah, they just kind of got everyone really loose at the start. And now, now a couple, like, or uh, this many seasons in, we're just kind of like super close and missing each other during the summer. We just saw each other for the first time since the end of the season, like this past week. And it was just, it was like a huge, um, huge kind of almost party. Just yeah. even though it wasn't a party setting, it was just kind of quite the celebration to see everybody. But, um, but they're just unreal, like how funny they are. And, um, I remember watching Troy in his movies when he was younger. And then when I found out that that was the same, like that was, uh, young Jack Black and Nacho Libre and stuff like yeah. that was cool. And, and, so and they're just yeah go ahead yeah. go ahead no all you all you no, no i was gonna ask you like uh has like wendy or jeff or even george given you advice about the acting world yeah they have and george um george i think during the pilot we had the scene where we were filming outside of hooters and we just sat in our cash chairs and started really just talking and i had only known him for a week or so or not even I don't think we were both on all the scenes together, but he just was giving me tips on stuff. And one huge thing is to look at the inside eye towards the camera. That was just a little thing that I just never, never would have picked up on. But so you can see your eyes more. And, um, oh, wow. Yeah. It's, they're it's, just, it's, go ahead. They, they do that kind of stuff. It's just kind of, it's kind of cool. Um, and it's good, like, to get advice because, you know, they've been in the business longer than you have. And, you know, it's always good to get pointers from people that have been in the business for so long. Yeah, definitely. Like, George, uh, if one my, our script supervisor t- told me to watch him how he does continuity because um, that's the script supervisor's job, you know, to do that. Watch for um, – so it's to, like, help the editors make it easier by having the, matching the same actions for each of the takes. But George is just, he's, he's the master of it because he'll always like put his glasses on at the same word. So they don't have to worry about any of the takes not working because of his glasses being on or off at different points. And, and he always uses his props to emphasize things and, and those eyeballs, they can just cut to him and it will just raise his eyes, like show his eyes more and it just means something. It's it's cool. Yeah. I mean, in, in all the scenes that you film with George too, it's like, he must feel like, like, like a kid again. When he's with you. Oh yeah, well, I think even when he's not with me, he just—he's just this really youthful guy. Yeah. Uh, he plays that banjo and stuff, and uh, I know when when it's the three kids and him, he just starts—he really starts goofing around. I think he kind of just gets sucked into the more. Yeah. Uh, so how would you how energy, would I guess. how would you describe the relationship like between you uh, like Troy and Haley and you? Well, it's well, it's it's the it's kind of a family thing where um, they kind of, uh, trying to think. It's we're super close. We goof around, and uh, I'm I got to think about that. But it's it's kind of just like I guess what you'd expect. It's just kind of just kind of a jovial, really casual thing where you can just like you can say anything to them and they'll just like 
kind of know where you're coming from. You can almost like speak your own language with them. It's yeah, cool. That's great. So what's the funniest like set story you have from the Goldbergs that's happened? Um, well, one thing I felt awful about, but it just, we were having a, a huge snowball fight during the, the snowed in episode and the snowballs are just like mashed potatoes or something like that. And we were, I whipped it and I hit Jeff right in the privates <laughs> and she wasn't sure. I was like, I knew something like that would happen. I knew it would be me, but that, so that was nuts. Cause then like, he needed to like take a time out after that. Just like, anybody would, um, I'm trying to think of, uh, um, whenever uncle Marvin comes, there's always, uh, like what, uh, Dan Fogler does, like this takes and don't get user just are just gold. Cause he, he acts with his whole body. Like, uh, he was kind of, I don't kind of almost grinding the sound. Like, oh, I don't know. That doesn't make sense. If you'd have to see it, but it just, whenever he's on set, it's in like, yeah. He yeah, had like a whole new flavor. He's funny, especially like when he came dressed up like the Miami Vice, and even just the other ones. Even <laughs> even in the Karate Kid one, he was the sensei. Yeah, he shows up. He gives like full Miyagi, yeah. and he always comes up with a new style, and he always has a a new car come, like that breaks. We did a Die Hard episode with him, and he went full Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, I agree with that. So, I don't. So you know. Other than the Goldbergs now, like, uh, in the acting world, do you have any, like, influences that you look up to? A certain actor? And not not including the Goldberg actors? Well, even, well, I guess if you look, I guess both. If you had to pick one of each. Well, yeah, I guess I gotta say, well, I could just say, like, the Goldberg actors are definitely one of them just because, um, getting to be close to them and all that. But, yeah. uh, I've always, like, really enjoyed Jason Bateman. And oh, he's awesome. he's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's and he's been doing it forever. Um I don't have a I don't totally have a similar style to him, but just to watch what he does and try and figure out how like how he does it and um and then Ryan Gosling, like all his like he just has like such a variety of movies that he does that he's one I like to watch. Um That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so, so probably those two. If you weren't an actor right now, what do you think you'd be doing? I I was thinking about that because um, it's always tempting to take some courses during the summer to get that started, but I I got nothing. I don't. I think right now I've just been so focused on acting and trying to uh, add to that that I really haven't given much thought to an, another career. Yeah. So, um, do you have like a dream role that you want to play someday? Honestly, I always, I've always been a sucker for cowboy movies. Okay. So I would have to say, like, playing some form of cowboy would just be really fun. That's interesting. I was waiting for you to say, like, a superhero movie or something. Uh, I do. Well, I'm a comic book fan, so that'd be fun. But uh, just watching, like, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid and all the Clint Eastwood movies. Yes. Like, that's just cool. Like, yeah. I don't know, something about that. What's your favorite Clint Eastwood movie? Um, it would have to be, uh, well, the first one we watched was the good, the bad, the ugly. So yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to 
say not say that one, but uh, I want to say something other than that because that just seems too straightforward. But I'll, I'll just stick with it. Yeah. I'll say the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah, because you can it, play the theme music and feel like them. Exactly. Plus, like I said, it's a popular movie. It's it's been used. You know, Back to Future Three kind of took a little bit from it. You know, and... yeah. <laughs> So, Which who you're calling yellow? Exactly, exactly. So, uh, what are some of your favorite uh, movies and TV shows that you like to binge when you're not working? Um, I go into random spurts of shows. Um, well, like with I had a couple cartoon auditions that um, recently, so I was watching a lot of cartoons, and so I was watching SpongeBob again. Um. But, but I also go into. Uh, um, well, we've been watching Game of Thrones. Okay. That's definitely been. I, mean, I watch it with my grandma and stuff. Like, it was kind of weird in some of the earlier seasons, but but now we're like used to it, I guess. But so watch that Breaking Bad because I really missed a lot of the those big kind of shows that you hear about. Um, but Arrested Development, Malcolm in the Middle, and um, and that '70s show. Nice. Were two of my favorites that I like went through the whole all the seasons. Yeah. But, so when you're not working and you're not watching TV, what do you enjoy doing? What do you like doing on your time off? Well, I've been. I just got that Masterclass app. Have you heard about that? Uh, I think Masterclass. Yeah, Masterclass. Uh, I've heard of it. Is that where you could do like certain classes for like comedy or acting? Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and. Like I kept seeing it advertised, so I just I just was like, you know what, I'm just gonna do it. But they also have like basketball ones, like by Steph Curry, and really? so I was I've been going through a bunch of those ran like random classes. Um, my basketball, I, I always get blocked because um, I think I shoot from the chest. But so I've been honestly I've been working on that, trying to figure out how to not get blocked. Um, I've been tr- I bought a guitar and I'm trying to learn guitar, okay. and. Uh, yeah, I've just kind of been trying to acquire new skills because, um, because I guess why not? I'm, why yeah. not? Why not? It's always good to learn something new. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm, I, I like to draw too, but that's kind of on the wayside for guitar and yeah. basketball right now. Well, you mentioned comics. Do you like to draw? When you draw, do you draw like comics? Uh, no, I usually draw cartoons. Okay. I like, I just, uh, just like a couple panels of seeing what I can make and um in the past I like made some car- uh some superheroes and like created their superpowers and stuff and okay what are some of your favorite cool. you mentioned comics like well so what's some of your favorite comics that you enjoy reading now well honestly I I got stuck on Batman for the longest time so mostly Batman but um I just got the last man on earth or I think that, yeah, I think that's what it's called. And it's like a graphic novel about this dude that's like, well, the last man I know, the elders, like tribes of women that are kind of figuring out what they should do with them. And he's kind of running away. And uh-huh. I haven't read it yet, but it just, it sounds intense. So I've been doing that. And I have some Spider Man. And oh, you know, Jeff, he's actually a huge comic book fan. And he got me started because I was uneducated on my Marvel comics. So he kind of got me some. Like uh, he got me Thor, and he got me some Thor, and he got me, I guess, some Spider Man. Yeah. Nice. 
Did you uh, get a chance to see the movies yet, the the Avengers? Yeah, I did. Did you? Yes. Yeah, so what did you think of it? I I honestly didn't think I was gonna get emotional, but I got emotional. Yeah. I I was I was like shaking with excitement and yeah, it kind of blew me away. I was unsure if they were able to kind of make it. Like I don't know how they could. Like it was impressive that they were able to make such a big blowout finale for for that run. Yeah. That one. That, that's gonna be tough. <laughs> to, uh, I, I, like I can't wait to see what they do next. I know some people are not coming yeah. back, but I can't wait to see what's what's up their sleeve next. Yeah, that's the true. They did the first this or this was phase three, I guess, or I don't know, but they did that so well. What do they? How they have to like start completely new now? Or I think so. Not completely. I guess they have their characters, but yeah, I don't know. So, is there any upcoming projects that you want to tell the fans about? Um, yeah, I got this one, this uh, a- animated show on Hulu called Solar Opposites, um, and it's it's written by Justin Roiland and Mike McMahon, and it's this uh, it's like my most adult thing I've ever been a part of, um, and I'm like an alien, and we are on Earth, and I'm kind of a teenage alien named Yumulak, and it just I've we've done some episodes now, and it's just a lot of fun and. It's kind of got more, it's got like dark humor and swearing and whole damn it. So it's 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 cool. Yeah. When is that going to premiere, or is it already out? Uh, I think twenty twenty. Okay. At sometime in twenty twenty, I'm okay. not sure. Do you uh, do, what do you enjoy more, live action like acting, or do you like a uh, voiceover better? Honestly, I'm down the middle because okay. they're they feel totally different. It feels like like the difference between. Like two sports almost. Okay. Um, we're just like different kind of, um, and you feel kind of free, like you feel free in uh, voiceover um, to go kind of like anywhere with your voice, and then, but then you feel like free that you don't have to use only your voice with the acting. But um, yeah, they're, they're cool. Yeah. And uh, lastly, uh, how can the listeners find you on social media? I'm on I'm on the, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and all those just with my name, Sean Gambroni. All right. So yeah. they can just find me there, I guess. Yeah. Uh, which one do you enjoy the most for uh, social media? Uh, honestly, it's been kind of hard to get get into it totally. Like the fans kind of like keep me coming back because it's kind of cool to hear what they think of the the projects and everything. But but the overall feel of it is. Um, not totally like my thing, but I guess Twitter sometimes can get interesting just to see what's trending and seeing what everyone's got to say. So probably Twitter. All right, Sean. Thank you for coming on. This was fun. Hey, yeah. Nice talking to you. Thanks for having me. Charge ahead and I never lose, I just free.
Just sit up.